0: My podcast from Ascom 491. My name is Gary Longest. Today, I will be going over the issue of outsourcing government email to private web services and the legal, technical, and ethical aspects of this practice. Email, for the most part, is something we may not really think about. It's there when we need it, and in the case of spam, there when we don't. For many people. Choosing an email host usually involves picking a free service. While these services may not be the most reliable or even secure, they tend to fill the needs we require an email provider. But what happens when government agencies begin to outsource their email to these same services? While missing an email from your buddy may be annoying, what about the prospect of an email being lost when it contains important information for processing your taxes, or in the case of a security breach, your social security number becoming exposed. Clearly, the difference between a private user and a government user invoke different expectations and policies. So, should government agencies be able to use the same service these companies provide you for your email? Over the last few weeks, Sarah Palin, the Alaskan governor and Republican candidate for vice president has been catching flack for using private email accounts to conduct state business. The use of these accounts came to light in the recent investigation into the firing of an Alaskan state trooper. The court case sought correspondence information from Palin to establish whether the firing was personally motivated. On October 11th, an Alaskan state judge ruled that the emails on Palin's Yahoo account must be preserved as a matter of public record. Critics speculate that Palin began using the Yahoo email account because it would get around the laws set forth regarding the use of state and federal email systems. In an incidence of irony, the government of Washington, D.C. announced this week that it would be outsourcing its communication and productivity applications to ones provided by Google, including Gmail. Google's equivalent to the Yahoo Mail used by Palin. This brings up an interesting point. Should U.S. government agencies be allowed to outsource their communication infrastructure to private companies? I see three key issues here. Transparency, data security, and federal prosecution. With regards to transparency, what we are really talking about is retaining email files. Archiving, essentially. Government correspondence has always been considered a matter of public record, and with the introduction of email to that correspondence, U.S. courts have ruled that email should be subject to the same preservation as that of paper correspondence. Accordingly, government email systems should be set up to accommodate the expectation of archiving email and set a level of accountability for that data's permanence but the email systems offered by the private sector have no specification for such permanence. Indeed, the user agreements for most of these popular services waive all accountability by the service provider for any loss of data stored on its system. We are told, in effect, that the subscriber to these services should not rely on the service for any data retention. So why would this seem suitable for government correspondence? The second issue is data security. In addition to retaining emails, government systems also have requirements regarding safe procedures to protect the data from falling into wrong hands, as the data may have information that could compromise the privacy of individuals. The security of most free email services are dubious at best, generally relying on weak encryption for account access if there is any at all, and the access by employees to such data is largely unknown contrasting heavily with the kinds of clearances that government agencies require of IT staff. The third issue comes down to prosecution. If you remove a letter from a mailbox in the US, you have just committed a felony. And while the box itself may be privately owned, a mailbox is considered a piece of the postal system with protection by federal law. Government email servers share the same kind of protection intrusion on government networks is a federal crime. However, if the government outsources its email to private servers, do these servers then accrue the same penalty if tampered with? Google, known for operating massive server grids, has its email accounts spread across many machines and possibly many data centers. The question is, would these outsourced email services be hosted on the same machines as private accounts? And if the grid hosts a collection of private and government accounts, where does one draw the line between private and federal network intrusion? Clearly, these issues deserve to be addressed. As we have discussed privacy in this class before, it was mainly in regard to online privacy and the use of social services. And students seem to express a certain comfort with the terms offered by folks like Google. But with the data moving from friends and social networks to government-applied data, I wonder how the students feel when these terms are applied to government records. Though I can see the reasons an organization may want to utilize these tools, I wonder if some basic principles of security are being lost by government agencies in an attempt to utilize new technology. And there we have it. If you would like to follow up this discussion, you can leave comments on my blog at blog.vcu.edu slash longestgw. Thank you. Box reminds me of myself